If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. This episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. If you're looking for something real nice to get somebody, this is a nice-ass razor. It's heavy as fuck. It's only one blade in there, so it cuts that shit close and it's super nice. And y'all need to have it. Check out GetBevel.com today. Use code FRIENDZONE to get 20% off your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com now let's start the show (laughs) oh shit oh shit oh shit And when I come to the club, they be like, Oh shit. And she ain't got no bra on no tie. Oh shit. I don't know, but she thinks she looking right. Oh shit. I said, girl, you should take a left, not right. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Welcome to episode five. Five, five. Look, and she just back there looking at us like you didn't even hold us down. You could have just came in with like a little slow harmony or something. Like I mean, your name that. is Hey Friend. Hey, there's nothing more rap lyric friendly. <laughs> Then like you could go That's off, right. you could have a whole freestyle like. Hey, I like friend, to just, hey. I love to just watch what song is gonna come out of y'all. Every but do you week. remember that? You remember Fergie? Of course. What, what are she your had thoughts her on her moment? My she, thoughts. Yeah, if if you could meet Fergie at any stage of her life, would you meet her at London Bridge? Would you meet her at her <laughs> glamorous stage? Would you meet her back what? when she was doing the White Girl with Wild Orchid? Wow, wild do you, do you orchid. If you answer that question, you the baddest motherfucker on earth, friend. I, I wish I could. I don't know what the hell he just asked you. <laughs> you remember wild? You remember when and she wild, was But watch her, orchid. watch her be able to answer it, friend. Look, you saw she was like, wow. She was like, I remember watching that shit. <laughs> For once in my life, I'm speechless. That's her answer, though. You get what I'm saying? Like, but see, it. it was so funny because she was just sitting up here like, how do y'all remember when we were talking about making friend the band before? so amazing. Like, she can do anything. Like, she just answered the question. Craziest question. And she was so honest. Wild Orchid, though. <laughs> Look, that was their fucking name. Shit, I didn't pick the name. Oh. <laughs> that was a dumbass show, too. That was when I would like all them songs, but be embarrassed to admit it. I'm so much more. <laughs> I'm so much more comfortable now. Like so I can. You, re- hi- you hide your iPod on the train. I can remember. Turn the screen yep, over. Yep. <laughs> I turn the brightness all the way down. Yep. I can remember liking like. Um, lose my breath by Destiny's Child, Ooh. but not being so afraid to admit it, like because I don't listen to that shit. You know that's girl music. But <laughs> girl. I can remember being kind of like, mm, mm, mm. 
Just like that, having your arms down, like damn, if man, I'm it's just comfortable. Yeah, because really, because you, but inside you was break dancing because yep. it's the jam. I, oh, like I, on the outside, I be break dancing. I be breaking it down like Biggie, Shorty, and Pootie Tang. Like any and everywhere I can get in, I got a dance step. Like I, my spirit, my spirit is the house party scene and house party where they oh have like the dance offs. That's so it just personifies me. If I was like a movie scene, that would be dust. Oh, that's cute. That should be yep. a, the icebreaker for today. If you scene? could be a movie scene, look at your ass. Here we go. Who would you be, Asante? What scene? Oh my god. Okay, so the first scene off the top of my head that comes to mind is the episode. <laughs> oh, not the episode. That's the series. Um, Soul Food the movie, right? No. <laughs> oh god. Who? The family? Fuck my husband. <laughs> no, every because everybody always does that. I was gonna say when he seen his mama. Uh, when he seen Big Mama's leg was gone. <laughs> that, that's the scene. What? That's how life is, man. <laughs> what? Oh so you, my god! <laughs> yeah, that's the question. Oh, that's oh you're so today. deep. That's you are so deep. <laughs> oh my god! But you know what? When Why I watched I it, look, part? and I'm glad that y'all are laughing because when you watch, when I watched it, and I was younger. It wasn't so deep to me. It was more of like. Like, what's you, was <laughs> you, you was innocent. You was innocent. You didn't bless your heart. Yep, you I was innocent. Ready. No trouble. I wasn't ready. No trouble. I had not a care in the world. Care fucking free. And <laughs> now look at us. Now look. Rolled like dice. That's how life is. Just rolled you like some <laughs> dice. Sometimes it's a crap. <laughs> have we even said hello? We just are going. Yeah, hey, we said beautiful it. one. Hello. We said hello in our own way. Welcome back to a new week of the friend zone. Yes. Friend don't know what to do with us this week. I don't. I want y'all to see. I <laughs> How visible! But you see how she handling it though. Yeah, I'm telling you that it's only one friend. I'm like water, just go with it and watch y'all. So what are we like? (laughs) You know what? I just think that this is. If you could be, oh, you didn't answer the question. Oh, friend, you didn't. If you You already know a scene. Which one? Love Jones. I knew it was gonna be. Oh hell yeah, friend! Right, I'm trying to think what would be the because it could be the poem, but that's I don't know. It might be the one where he's like. Cause I love you, and that's urgent. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's it, though, friend. For real, that's it. That's that, it. You know, I love that cheese yep. ball moment. Okay, that when was you my said moment. the word love, I thought you were gonna say love and basketball. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the, this woman's work scene. No. <laughs> Speaking of this woman's work, yes. Woman's did you hear Sanaa's song with Days Loaf? No, you know what? why? Because I love both. Yes, yes. yes. So, who? You heard her right. Sanaya Lathan got a song. You know, I just seen her. <laughs> I just Instagram that photo where she was just leaving the studio. Is that what you're Probably. Me? Yo, dropping no. some beats. <laughs> she was. Pride your Bob. Because she has a new movie out. So yeah, I guess guy. Uh, she felt like it'd be really dope to drop a single too. I couldn't do it. I didn't. I love both of them. I don't even call her Sanaa. I call her Sanaya because it's, it's <laughs> just a little more black and <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. But I, but I love Days Off and I don't want to be let down. So I would rather risk never knowing the pleasures of hearing what? the song than to hear it and just on, be let I'm sorry. down. I feel like I missed something. Asante's so still like, I, wait. <laughs> no, it, it really happened, dog. So Sanaa is singing, Sanaya. I'm assuming. Yeah, it's a song. It's a, it's a record with Days Loaf. And With Days Loaf. <laughs> Okay, I don't. The I'm, I fucking couple, man. I'm for real confused as fuck. I'm sitting there scratching my head and shit. It's like, like uh, about I. I only heard the fr- the beginning. How do you feel about it, friend? Um, it's about <laughs> like her not liking emotional boys. So she has about a song Sana- with Days Low. Yeah, like it literally starts <laughs> off that way. 
cut it out. It starts <laughs> off like something like I don't like emotional boys. I don't know. I didn't really I'm catch sorry. the whole thing, but I just don't want to be disappointed. I just wondered if you heard it. Mm-mm. <laughs> Especially after that shit Tisha Campbell just pulled uh, <laughs> with Steel, Steel here. here. Like I'm not. Wait, and what? I, yes, and Tisha I Campbell. love Tisha Campbell. Tisha Campbell can sing her ass off, and she's From Tisha Campbell. Yeah, yeah. She has a single. Yes. What? Yep. Yes. Like right now, like today. Yep. Yes. Still iTunes here. like a motherfucker. Available. Is yes. it okay? Your thoughts? Mm-mm. 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 No, that's not why we. What uh, you doing? What we'll you give me Tisha, that. What you doing? What you doing? What you but you know doing? what? Let's admire that everyone is chasing their putting dreams. themselves out there and chasing their dreams, guys. And they they running. Mm. They are running. <laughs> They running this okay. week. Yeah, Stampede. I, I don't know Couch what's happening 5K. this week. The uh, the the tomato. What's that bull run they do over there? <laughs> he said the tomato. <laughs> Look, whatever that is. Look, that's the color run. I'm the color run. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Future, future. Okay, so, but yeah, damn. Oh, so can I add a scene? Because I have another one. Yes. I, had I have one several, too. but I, I, have I have another one. I have a lot of them, So if, if my life or if, if the essence of me was a movie scene, I would definitely say Harlem Nights, the fight scene between Vera and Quinn. <laughs> Why are these your when, scenes? When, when she, you know, uh, now I got to cut you. And, um, <laughs> the, the whole argument, you shot me in my pinky toe. It was comedic genius. It felt warm. It felt it felt familiar. <laughs> it's me. It's me. For those of you listening, I actually think it might be fun if you guys tweeted us what oh, your yes. scenes would be, right? That you think represent your personality to a T. Yep. That I could be like a, be yeah, that could be the icebreaker of the week for all of us. I'm curious to see because I know y'all gonna be sending us some funny gifts and no porn links, spamming Please. our accounts. No porn. or mixtapes. No mixtapes. No, no porn. Right. No GoFundMe. <laughs> Ooh, but if y'all want to go find me, or just PayPal me, share builder. <laughs> so, what are we getting into today, guys? Well, bed eventually. I, <laughs> trouble. Aside from that, <laughs> trouble. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Situations. Uh, aside no. aside yes. from Dustin's chakra alignments. Oh yeah. Early morning chakra alignments. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. A li- <laughs> just the word ooh. alignment. <laughs> You know what? I've just decided that he just kicked up his feet, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like See that? He's yep. like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, and that, and that was no easy feat because I'm wearing feet. Oh, because I'm wearing my fry God. boots, and fry boots are really heavy. They're so, so cute. Too. Thank you, friend. I like your shoes too. Thank you. So anyway, you guys, we obviously just wanted to have a little bit of fun this week. We are frustrated with the woes of the world and the weight the weight of the world and the weight w-a-i-t because in new york city you're always waiting on something god damn it you always <laughs> gotta wait sure. on something so we're just oh you know we're, we, we just are sick of the weight and the woes of the world and we just wanted to have a little bit of fun so we're going to continue that for just a couple more minutes because <laughs> i want to talk about tv don't you want to talk about tv for a minute Let's just do a little pop culture, like just bullshit yes. this week. Yes. Okay. Wait. So can I talk about how I'm never you watching Hollywood you... Divas ever again? Yeah, I saw. So it did you? Too. You watched the reunion? Damn, did mine eyes. Okay. So I, I know you. What's Hollywood? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I was just about to say. I, I know. I no, got no, it. No, no, no. Like legit. Which um, show is that? I don't so even know. So it comes on TP One. It comes on TP One. Candy's husband is a producer, and there's this other dude, Carlos King, who also be hosting. Who's hosted the reunion? Anyway. Um, Paula J. Parker's on there. Okay. Um, Countess I know. Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, just, you just have them. to give me a character yep. and I know which one. Yep. <laughs> so I'm about a lot of trash and about a lot of bullshit, but I was so turned off watching Paula J. Parker go back and forth 
with Golden Brooks and her nasty ass husband. Them just being on stage, like acting like they were these bigger entities than they are. Like my best friend always, he has a quote that he literally dies laughing from that show where I guess she was reading some script she had written, Paula <laughs> J, and she told um <laughs> she told one of them that her role was like a crackhead and then she was like, You were in the garbage looking for spoils. I don't know why my best friend found that so funny. Because he'll because text me talking about no you one. looking for spoils. It takes one to know one. She's a spoil. And so that's why that was funny to watch her say that. She is that trash. So like, terrible. Her and, her, she's, and terrible. she's a liar. And I'm gonna tell you what really what really pisses me off about the whole this situation. They they are arguing not because they're really mad at each other or not because they just have to, you know, let have let this out how they feel, and so they're confrontational. They doing that shit because they think it's cute. That's why yep. they sit there and everything they say is calculated. They feel like they have to argue and have contention and make it interesting, and that's bullshit. When people argued on reality shows, the reason it was interesting was a because it was something totally different than you. Everybody would be on TV trying to be their best, yep. so you would never think you would see somebody fist fight. And number two, those were relationships that had been long standing, so it was real beef and real conflict. And so seeing that, like like people like Nene and Sheree, for example who had known each other for years all that history and for them being mad at each other and the friction it was interesting because it was real this contrived bullshit Paula J. Parker sitting on that couch saying don't come for me without a condom cause I'll fuck the shit out of you that yep. makes no Wait, sense yeah. it's so, it's so, <laughs> for, it's so vulgar and disgusting and, and she's, she's taking that and, and interpreting that as like a modified don't come for me unless I sin for you, which she shouldn't even be saying anyway because that's typically gay slang. And so when she says it, it sounds inauthentic. I just am disgusted. Like all of that just How gets many on seasons my are they in? This is, this is going to the be second? their third coming oh, third? up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was their second. Oh, yeah, they just wrapped their yeah. second, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I so I'm not going to do it. another But season. I love Countess Vaughn, though. Yeah, Countess is coming along. I'm glad she gets her Didn't she her just lose, back. like, hella weight? No. Oh. But she, I love Countess Vaughn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she didn't. Shut me down. No, friend, no. not <laughs> you. Not you. It's no, her. I saw it's the more towards her, you know? Did you see the after after? Oh, my God. I thought that she looked different. Like, mm-hmm. she looked like they were... And then she said on the show that she started taking her thyroid medication and stuff. So, I think she had a lot of other things going on with her. Like waist trainers and body shapers and shit. You know, the contouring thing? <laughs> like that. And you could tell because because her curves were, like, so disproportionate, right? Oh, my God. You could tell that there, that it was pressure. You could tell. And I love Countess Vaughn. I'm just stating the fact. Like, I love her. I love her. I'm I always love pressure. her. Yeah, she was under pressure, her inside. <laughs> Liver's crying. <laughs> my kidney's dying. <laughs> <laughs> Hips is grinding. Ow! But she sounded a lot better on the reunion. <laughs> Too. I was like, damn, Countess sounds sound like she sounds like she's gonna put Fred out an album. Laughing at me. I, I don't even know what to say. I'm just sitting here. 
Oh man, Jesus. but yeah, but I love her though. I love Countess. Ball. Yeah, Countess is a. She I should do. have her own show. It shouldn't be like a Hollywood diva style show. It what be the like, hell is wrong with Shy Jackson, man? Why oh would she get God. on TV looking like that? It she, was. But like, she made sure she looked good for the reunion, though. Better. But, but what are the Hollywood divas? The actresses. It's like all the actresses that we loved from back in the day. Yep, all the European girls. Eighty percent came yes, back. Twenty percent like Lisa Hartwell. <laughs> oh, and, and Lisa Hartwell. Which there's something to say for being a real housewife. Not Harwell you know, no more. Right. We are just Lisa Wu now. And she didn't drop Ed. I'm always so used to saying Lisa Football, Harwell. Football, the NFL Fine dropped Ed, Ed and then Lisa, Lisa dropped him right after. Ooh. That's what happened. Okay. That's what happened. It's Lisa Wu, though. And I'm going to tell you this about her on this show. Like mid-season, a check cleared or something because homegirl had glam. She had a stylist. You could tell, like, the difference was, like, stunning. For Lisa? Yeah, remember when, really? think, think when she moved into that that new house, that badass house? Well, that, well, that's she got thing. some money. Yeah, she's always had money. I think it was more of, like, a like a transitional thing. Well, know, she didn't transition because she looked, like, a million times But you know what? Better. A lot of that show be looking cheap any fucking way. So well, I no. feel like they just be getting hit with some random They really call look time. broke on that cruise. Remember when they, they was on that they, cruise? Yeah, they looked so regular. They like, looked like a, like a bus group that had went to the cruise. Like they, like they showed up on the church van. Ain't nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying you like, don't, that's you don't how get they paid look. a lot to be on reality shows. That's the craziest part about it. And yeah, I always wonder up. why people do it. You know? Yep. Some people get Literally paid like themselves short. seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars a show. You are they was I had to laugh. Are you are you fucking <laughs> like, serious? What? I've had people where I've asked them like how much did you and they'll say they started off the more popular you get, obviously, you can, you can renegotiate. Right yeah, and then you can start doing club appearances and make your money offline. Well, not offline, but, like, off the show. But per episode, they can make, you know, anywhere from, like, 1000 to 1500 like depending on who they are in the show. That ain't Kinda no crazy. money. Some seasons only be 10 episodes. You didn't show your ass and embarrass your parents. Well, that's the craziest part to me about it. It's like you doing all this. dollars I can't even pay my rent for the year what with the that. Hell? Hell. Oh, you be hell broke. Hell. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's tough. Meanwhile, Nene and them balling asses getting one point five million okay. a season and shit. Very <laughs> plus a rich bonus for the bitch. reunion. But that's why everybody Bravo goes so them. crazy mm-hmm. trying to be the wildest one because they want to get the biggest check Hell next yeah. season. It starts to look sad after a while though. Who Nene? Yeah, yeah. Mm. She look happy though. Nene, Nene doing it now. Ah. She get on my nerves, but you got to give credit where credit is due. Oh, she's absolutely. Done Broadway, she's made. Oh, absolutely. Got a show coming out with fucking Betty done, White. She's you know done a lot of that just from being Betty loud. White. Betty White and Nene Leakes. They're doing a reboot, like a sitcom. It's a game show kind of. Remember to tell the truth from like the sixties. Mm-hmm. They're rebooting it, and wow, Nene Leakes and Betty White are the hosts. That's a dope move. Like yeah, like that's Nene a really ain't playing. Cool move. No, she is she not. ain't playing. So be on Fashion Police all the time and shit like. And then them cheap ass clothes that look like somebody just took a bed sheet and wrapped it around you, but they selling like hotcakes on <laughs> HSN. So some of that so shit, Nene made. Like yeah, Nene know her clothes you know, cheap and fucked up. Some of that shit, you know what? It looked like, like somebody had on a fitted clothes. sheet with the feet out. I don't even think she cared oh about God. making clothes. She just wanted to put Sheree up. She, <laughs> to just let Sheree have it. She wanted to just let them have it. Like, like where's she by Sheree? Right. Never came out. A fashion show with no fashions. How dreadful. <laughs> yeah. Maybe <laughs> they talked about Sheree like a dog, but they her did. ass coming back too. Yep. You know, they, you knew she was going to come back, especially since they mentioned on the reunion again. They mentioned her every year, and then right. she tweeted that whole, wow, my name mentioned again in the first eight minutes or whatever. Right. 
but don't nobody give a fuck about Sheree. <laughs> like, no, she's just a really she's good. Nothing. She's nothing. You know, <laughs> okay, so you know how you have these like fighting games, right? And there's like 30 plus characters. Like, right. Sheree is just one of the background characters. She's very, never like in your top five. Right. Yeah. It's just like, all right, we know Sheree's going to give us a good like episode here and there. Like, remember when her and Marlo were going at Ooh, it? <laughs> Marlo, Marlo was letting her ass have it. That's why Ooh. we loved Marlo. Yep. Marlo told her, everybody at Neiman Marcus talk about how you return things. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. What? She, she, yeah, Fred. Fred. <laughs> she talked about, why are you mad? Because you married a football player and now you broke. You're struggling. And then she was she was braiding her hair in like a side braid. And she's like, everybody at Neiman Marcus talk about how you return things. <gasps> giving it These to shows. Mm-hmm. And you know, that kind of shit you will, for someone as vain as Sheree, that kind of shit will hurt her feelings. Like the shit that Marlo was saying, it was hitting home, stinging. <laughs> and so that it was pissing her off to where she was ready to fight. Friend, visibly. Friend is looking at us like, this is exactly why I don't own it. Don't TV. it sound exciting? Right? It's a rush. <laughs> it's a rush. So evil. Oh <laughs> but it's so good. It's like, friend, y'all, yes. this is why I just water my plants <laughs> so friend can we have a okay can we give you a challenge this week okay okay right asante this gonna be what good. y'all gonna make me watch i want us to schedule a sleepover mm-hmm. my house mm-hmm. we camp out we get we got i mean we gotta like do it we're going to get sleeping bags even though we really don't oh my god sleeping like we're gonna, so we're gonna do it and we're gonna sit up gonna all night and, and be up <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to and we're going to watch all of the re- we're, we're going to give you yeah, we're going to give you a, a tutorial TV. of all the reality shows so that <laughs> and you have it, a reference to for make everything. it super beneficial you can even like bring the apple cider vinegar mask or something. Oh, yeah. so we can. <laughs> we can yeah, we can yep. be like okay. a detox, like a nigga spy day. Like, yep. Yeah. Ooh. Like a spy day for niggas, for yeah. guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you just hook us up. I actually think but this I don't is want you to really feel like you're idea. working. I don't want you to feel like you're working, though. No, it's research purposes. Okay. But see, I, even that, I just want you to just let go. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, like I said, gonna, it's, it's not like season? I don't. Am I drinking this season? Wine? I'll get you We can get you wine wasted. Yeah, drinking wine. We'll get you Put a little shot of some no bourbon problem. in there. My Pinot Noir. Some cheap Mid-size shit like car. Carlos Rossi or something. <laughs> like, so it feel like Chateau a house party. Diana. Ramona wine, Ramona singer. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, Ramona from Housewives yeah, of with New the York. Yeah, big ass yep. eyes, booking oh her god. eyes, coming down the runway, Go looking to the crazy. Skinny girl winery. That's so crazy. Bethany yeah, looked I'm like down. a wine bottle. She looked like a sour ass grape. <laughs> Bethany, do she looked like an old wine bottle? You know like, the, the, the bottom of them barrels after they <laughs> stepped on all them grapes and shit. Like that's I love Bethany Lucy. Like. I'm definitely down. That'll be so fun. perfect. So that's what we want to do. It's just a a, date. we just plan it, and we, oh, that's gonna be so fun, y'all. <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, I'm so get drunk first. I'm gonna get drunk first. <laughs> the I'm excitement gonna get drunk first. higher. I'm gonna get drunk first higher. I'm gonna get like a Kirk Franklin first. song. And what are we gonna get? We're gonna get. Oh, that's the gospel Ooh, moment for this week. Oh, oh yes, yeah. oh, Mr. Quietzer. If y'all, what's the reference I, I, of the week? I, I, don't Someone you ask the no, question? Before you, oh, oh, hold on. <laughs> Why drink E and J? No, I, I was about to be simple, on board with you. Because I'm out of Tangeray. You don't remember that from Comic View? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Comic View, did you notice some more and Neil Long were related? Yeah, they're sisters. I didn't know that. They're I sisters? They were fuck us, they was real you, sisters. Yeah, yeah they're sisters. <laughs> like, like, wow. They're sisters, yeah. I just and look, learned you that. See look, it. You see can see it, can't you? You can see it, right? 
Oh, you can't? <clears throat> Just look at the physical. The haircut. They, they the eyes haircut. kind of, like, it's because, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I do not mean that in... <laughs> I just don't see it. <laughs> oh, so, you know, speaking of haircut, they should be looking like Bruce Lee cut. Like who looks like all them spikes and shit on there? <laughs> Look okay. to round us to round us back to where we were with Soul Food. Before you know Soul Food the series, you know the chick <laughs> from Soul Food with the short hair because we talk about short hair. You know she was on YouTube. She's like a YouTube person. Melinda. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen. She has a channel on yep. teaching you how to she keep short hair spot. cute. Yeah, she's dope. A lot of people on YouTube now, though. Karuchi has a channel too now. Okay, well now we don't have to. Talk what about they do that on no Karuchi channel? No, it's a beauty channel. <laughs> well, she's beautiful. She that makes beautiful. Oh, she's so cute, yeah. and she her tutorial. She's teaching you how to like put on lipstick and eyelashes and things like that. Just like beauty guru stuff. That's cute for her. I yeah, like I think it's cool. Yeah, they should air that in like Claire's around the world or some shit. <laughs> Around the, I mean, the sun is so basic. She just putting on eyelashes and lipstick. I mean, it's beauty guru stuff, though. You know, that's girls will eat that up. Yeah, girls like like to look for tips. You know, I'm just assuming all that stuff's been done. Like, you know, Karuchi should be out here, be like, you know, what lashes is gonna get you the fine light skin niggas that be crazy out here in the streets or some shit. Like she got, she got to dress it up. Like she needs any more of that? Yeah, for real. <laughs> does she have Christina Milian come on there and do stuff with her like she did on Not the album? Not yet. Because don't she, nobody want to look like Christina Milian. <laughs> <laughs> Unless she was in the Dip It Low video. She always looks sad to me. <laughs> what? She does. Like even when you see her party and shit, it's just like a sadness I get from her. Who Christina? Christina Milian. It's like every time she's like Why? bubbly and goofy. We should invite her to the show. Yeah, she needed. And see if she wants to talk. She to damn us sure about needed talking about being rolled sadness. like dice. <laughs> But she, uh, <laughs> it's jokes, people. But she, uh, you ain't shit. You, ain't you absolutely, she. you absolutely, don't stink. you are, you are, <laughs> you are, you are, you are. Get downstairs. No. By Ooh, the way, friend, so we have I to shout wait. out Miss New York. Like you, you know New York from oh, Flavor of, of Love. Yeah, who doesn't know New York? That's See? when I was heavy into all the TV. See, you got some background. Watching her get you, done, spit you done some on. of the coursework mm-hmm. now, right? Yeah. Give us your testimony. What's your favorite New York moment? Um, when she she gave someone a razor, I think I don't. Remember. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> she was Delicious. like, "Is the razor you were looking for?" Oh, so you was down for a minute? <laughs> no, but <laughs> she left a woman a razor. On it's just save your mustache. My best friend's obsessed with her, so he has all these quotables that he just hits me with. And he'll be like, "Here's that razor you were looking for." <laughs> That's it. Thank you, Jack. My favorite New York quote was when she was like, she's like, shut your mouth and read that damn magazine, girl. <laughs> so, me and my friends, damn, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> me, me and my friends <laughs> used to like take that, when we would be drunk, we would take that and just apply it to whatever situation we were in. And so I'll never forget one, one time we were coming home from a club blasted and we had the windows down flying and my friend terrence what's up terrence terrence we were driving past the detroit police arresting somebody and we called the police maggie in detroit and so we were driving past the police and somebody pulled over and i was like damn there go maggie y'all and my friend terrence leaned out the window as we were driving past like shut your mouth and arrest them damn people girl <laughs> <laughs> and the police like clashed. 
Oh, hell no. Y'all crazy. <laughs> it was the stupidest story in the world, but it's one of those moments where if you were there, you would know why it's so funny to me, like, right now. So shout out to New York. So it's as personal for me, pull, shit. As long as Maggie ain't pull y'all asses over. <laughs> right. Like, what right. was you saying? Maggie <laughs> just sound like an old evil bitch. I, had every, I ain't never met nobody cool named Maggie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Do you remember uh, when Maggie getting names. cursed out? Because we were on reality TV. When Maggie got <clears> cursed <throat> out on uh, Sweet 16. Do you want me to do this again, Maggie? In front of all these people again, the little fat light skinned girl. Maggie? She, oh my God. That. Oh I my God. I'm about to map you out. Like black people on there. This like was, it was a little black. Oh, like when Tiana Taylor. Yeah, and like I watched daughter those and all that. This, well, you're going to remember this because this little black girl or mixed girl, she was like a little, you know. You ever seen uh, Willy Wonka when she, <laughs> when she turned into she the grave? Yep. <laughs> so she was portly. <laughs> Just say it. It's a, yes, it's a, okay. she was portly. So mm-hmm. this portly, portly young mixed word. I'm, I'm using that. That's going in the. That's, awful. that's going in the repertoire. Okay. Yep. You have to use that on the game, like on his show. Anyway, this girl, my super sweet sixteen, didn't invite this girl to her party, and so she ran up to her like, "How did you get an invitation to my party? Because I didn't give you one. Do I have to curse you out again, Maggie? Again <laughs> in front of all these people? Again? Like, like just humiliating her, killing her. And I'm like, these are little ass kids out here. Why was cameras. she so evil? People's Just a spoiled money. little badass yep. girl need her ass whooped. Her portly ass whooped. Yeah. <laughs> Two belts tied together. <laughs> Two we tied belts. together. The OJs cried together, right? <laughs> you gonna start doing um Chicago? What? Oh no. You gonna do a Brand stylistics. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to figure out what track you gonna you gonna stay on. None. People going. With Speaking of staying on track, welcome to the friend zone. That was fun, you guys. Did you say welcome to the friend <laughs> yeah, zone? Yeah, because now we're really now? getting to get started. You, yeah. <laughs> they, they just had to get that out the way. We're just going to get started now. <laughs> yeah, we've fun. literally been fucking with y'all for all of this time. We just kind of wanted to start doing some bullshit. I had some shit in my eyes, so I really was just so glad not to have a structure. But um, we are going to take a quick break so we can do a good little reset and bring y'all some shit. So... Friend, do you want to lead us out with a little song and prayer? Not really. Okay. Well, we're going to be back. All right, you guys. So here's here's the secret. Everybody always wants to touch my head because I have a bald head. I shave it. I get so many comments about my head and what do I do? What do I shave with? Blah, 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 blah. And all they want to run their fingers across my head, which I love. But it also puts this pressure on me, like we were talking about today, to keep my shit together when it comes to my head being bald. The way that I do it, and this is no bullshit, this is really what I've been using, is from Bevel. Bevel is the dopest shaving system that I've ever seen. It's created specifically for coarse and curly hair, and it's the first ever to do that. Who doesn't want to get in when it's first, right? You want to be a part of the thing, like, get it now. Uh, I love my Bevel razor, you know, I don't have to look for an outdated box, you know, with a guy with a, a damn jerry curl or a high top on it or anything like that. I can actually use something that is designed from the ground up to give me a smooth and bump-free shave. So... This week, we really wanted to offer this to you guys, our listeners. You know, you can go ahead and check out GetBevel.com. Please do that today, not yesterday, not not no time, but the present. <laughs> and when you're there, make sure you use code FRIENDZONE to get 20% off your first month at GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the Friend Zone, everybody. Uh, as you can see, we're having a little bit of fun today. A little uh, bit too much fun. We are. We just, you know, sometimes you just need an outlet. Sometimes you just feel 
just con- just 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 full of all the wrong things, <laughs> and you just can't take it anymore, and you have to release. Friend, you do. Are you, are you judging me, friend? Hmm? Are you judging me? No, I. Well, I think we just sat up here and we talked all this shit about like reality TV people, and you don't have a TV. So, like the way we judge them people on TV, I was like, I wonder if people like judge us because we judge them on TV. So it would have been like a good example to be like, I'm judging you because you judging them just to see. So I no. you. So I see, like, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but I'm tired. Basically. I, I feel guilty. Haven't you had a rough week? Absolutely. <laughs> it's only Tuesday, and it's only well, it'll Tuesday. be Wednesday when they hear well, this. Yeah. But like, but I, I just, I, I just needed to just release, and it's crazy because now that things are picking up, I'm doing different work, um, and my life is just taking a turn where. I'm in control of almost everything that I have to do to sustain myself. And so I feel like I have to just take it so seriously and be so aware of everything involved and every part of my brand and what I'm trying to do. And sometimes I just get tired of focusing on all of those things. And sometimes I need to just let go, talk shit, laugh like we just did. That's just a necessary moment. So when like I feel like that, I can only imagine that as things pick pick up, you know, even even more for me, or even someone with like a, a a high level of fame and celebrity, like at what point is it okay for them to just be themselves? At what point is it okay for them to just have moments where they just are human and they react to certain things and they have a a, a perspective that's not PC or that's not you know spun to make it everybody make everybody feel okay? Like when is it okay to just be yourself? Or do you always have to just be, just try to conform or adhere to a certain like moral code and code of behavior just because you're visible, just because you have a platform and just because there may be people who look up to you? Are you automatically a role model because you're exposed? And is it fair to artists and celebrities for us to impose that on them, for us to, to, to demand that they always be their best? Is that even fair? I was just saying... Um on Twitter last week, as an artist, like for myself, I don't want to be put in any sort of box. So it's very unfortunate that, like, as a human, like, I feel like I've put people in boxes, especially like when I see people on TV or I listen to artists and music. I'm like, I'm putting you in this box because this is what you're supposed to do. But then it's so unfair of me to go on Twitter and be like, y'all don't need to be putting me in no box. So I'm just becoming more aware for myself, like, looking out into shit like that. Like, is that okay to judge or to kind of place things like but i think it's a cool little placeholder and we're all just trying to find familiar things and that's where we kind of lose sight of responsibility uh for me personal responsibility like what things i play in so it's hard for me to feel like even as an artist i can be myself all the time online because i feel like people expect certain things from me or and that's just on a small scale so i can only imagine how like a a fucking britney spears or even well, a Beyonce, I should say. I used to love Britney Spears, so I always make reference to her. I just wish she would come back. Um, how they're always being asked of, you know, music, image, are you getting a divorce? Like, all this personal shit. But it's their personal shit, so they should have to have the say in who gets to see it. It's just too much, too much sight. Like, we see too much of these artists, and we lose sight of ourselves. And I think we have to remember that we're artists, and we have to be fair in that aspect. And that's what kind of fucks me up. When I'm looking around, what are you thinking? Um, I, it's tricky, I think, because I see, like, how many artists have you been like a huge fan of, and then you follow them on Twitter? 
<laughs> suddenly then, you're like, nope, not doing this no more. Yeah, or like an actor or whatever, someone that you just really looked up to. But it was like you were able to look up to them a little bit more the less you knew about them. That's why I think artists back in the day were like, kind of respected more but now we almost have too much access and it's weird because in a way it's cool because i you know i like erica badu is like one of my favorite creators i just think everything about her is so cool and i love to be able to follow her on snapchat where she's like showing you her garden and (laughs) while she's cooking her greens and i think it's cool like i'm like dude i'm like in erica badu's house right now like watching her you know like it's a it's technology is awesome in that sense because you do feel um like you can get a more personal view of the people that you admire but at the same time i can see how it's completely destructive when artists just go off on these rants because they're human they have their bad days and even just like us on a smaller scale (laughs) it's been um it's been interesting trying to find that balance too, because I, you know, you have your days where you want to say something crazy or yeah. <laughs> you want to tweet something, whether it's political or personal, or and you kind of have to stop yourself. I've had days where I've stopped myself because I'm just like, this has nothing to do with a friend. This is Francesca right. feeling this, and then sometimes I do feel that there has to be a separation. Um, some days I don't. Some days I'll tweet whatever, and then other days I'm like, no, nah, I can't. You know, but it is yeah. a constant sort of war of like how much of yourself should be out there if you are this brand, you know? I think that as as a as a person that is an entertainer of some sort, right? I think that you have to maintain an appeal. Right. There has to be something <laughs> about you that people want and desire. And for me, a lot of the appeal goes away when I feel like I know too much. Right. I'm a person who loves the chase, even in like my dating life. You know what I mean? Like I like to get to know you. And then once I know you, it's like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's not fun for me or exciting. I like excitement and being on the edge and like thrills and stuff, right? And so anyway, that makes that has nothing to do with my fucking point. But (laughs) what I'm saying is celebrities have to maintain, like they have to be elusive, they have to be mysterious, they have some mystique in order for us to be interested if you think back and reflect on all of the people who have been like mega pop stars or like you didn't huge know anything michael jackson one of the people who really defined celebrity for me yeah. because everything he did seemed original left of center you know mm-hmm. what i mean and just something that was unique yep. and that that you may not have thought to do first right and that we that us not knowing him living on a, a compound called neverland ranch and all this mysterious shit until it really got, you know, kind of crazy in the tabloids with the uh, accusations against him and all of that. But back in his glory days, when Michael Jackson was Michael Jackson, all we knew was what he gave us. Right. All we knew was his work and what he looked like in pictures and videos. Look at Madonna. Same thing. You never really knew you knew dating rumors, but you were more focused on what she was going to wear next. That was crazy. Whatever. Those people maintained a sense of just they were away. There was some distance. Mm-hmm. And today, not many people do that. Nope. Especially in an era where social media is this mega popular part of our culture that people feel is almost uh, a moral code or something that a law of the land. You know, like you have to tweet. You have to give this part of yourself. You have to tell this. I think the people that have been most successful have stayed away from that. Right. Look at Beyonce, who doesn't even tweet and has millions of followers. Right. Whose only communication to us right now has been pictures of her. Right. That's her it. Instagram. Pictures of her and her work. Mm-hmm. 
That's it. And we're fascinated <clears throat> and we want to know what she's doing next and we're chasing her. Look at people like Kanye West when he has an opportunity. The only time that we get pissed at him is when we're pissed at him for something that he has said to us and given to us to be pissed off about in a rant or what have you. But he still maintains some exclusivity. There's still a part of him that we have no idea exists. Yep. It's like we see this political rebel and this sensationalized guy, but then we also know that he's married to the love of his life and he turns into a fucking sap, you know, publicly and does it without shame <laughs> because he loves his wife and his daughter that much. That's amazing. And so we know that there's a side to him that we have no idea about. And I think that that's why we're intrigued. Lady Gaga, people like that. So they're vocal on they're vocal when necessary and it's all intentional. And right. I think that that keeps us interested in them. Other people that have diarrhea of the mouth and the fingers and tweet and talk too Chris damn Brown. much. You know, a lot of people that we <laughs> actually like and we get angry because we just wish that they would do their work mm. and just offer up their talent and not, you don't have to have an opinion about everything. All we want to do is hear you sing. Right, you don't have yeah. to throw shade, quote unquote, and do all of that shit. Just, you're, you're, you're great at what you do. So you think an artist should just have their work online absolutely and keep their personal life totally separate. absolutely and that's private. what i'm struggling with <laughs> right because then because i don't actually have like an established like aesthetic online right mm -hmm. like we're all like you know we all have our movie and we're all finding our characters and our players or whatever and so for me i haven't figured out <laughs> why are you looking at me like that I'm what? just looking. Go ahead. No, I thought you were about to say something funny. Just because I'm ratchet on Twitter. Because I'm real ratchet on Twitter, but then I have these moments where I just want to be, like, regular, right? And then I actually had somebody tweet me probably two or three weeks ago. This is so petty talking about Twitter. Um, This girl tweeted me. She was like, what happened to you being funny? <laughs> and I was just like, I want to be like, bitch, I'm human. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be funny today. That was such a stupid thing to it was, tweet. But you know what? I feel like we have these expectations of people when we follow them on Stop Twitter. right there because that's where you drop the ball. Yep. We have these expectations of of people on damn Twitter. Not even – well, I mean, the whole point of following someone on Twitter is because of what they give. So okay, if somebody's mostly – if they put in their thing, you know, followed by a celebrity at such and such, you automatically know they ain't going to be shit, right? So then you follow somebody because you know that they're going to be funny – that's what you want them to keep being. Like you never say, "Oh, this person." You don't follow because you know they're gonna be any damn thing because it's not you tweeting it. I you feel follow like the majority them because of people you that's... saw something that they said. But that I feel was like funny. that's how the majority of and people are. And that's where are. they fuck up because you saw something that they said that was funny. You saw that. That doesn't mean that that's a pattern. That doesn't mean that that is something that happens all the time. It doesn't mean that that is what that account is about. It doesn't. It just means that that was an instance. It was something that happened. It's unfair to see somebody be funny and then you follow them because you know they're going to be funny. Right. That's not fair to them. They might have a day where they don't feel like cracking a damn joke. Right. And where they want to, you know, use Twitter to to be to have this cathartic experience or something. Yeah. And it's just not fair to put that pressure <laughs> on people, and I hate it. And I don't understand why. Like me, I think about the things that I do. When I'm in the moment, I try my best because I'm older now and I actually have slowed down and become unselfish enough to actually think about how I'm fucking, you know, treating somebody else for a change. Right. And so I think about the things that I do and say and I think about the ways that they can go left now before I do them. So to have that feeling where, oh, that was funny. 
let me follow them because it might happen in the future. That's totally different than somebody following you because they just know you're going to be funny. And then they end up tweeting you some bullshit like that girl did. I have, someone actually tweeted me something like that once too. I, I feel like I told you guys one day where, um, cause I didn't want to just be doing DIY recipes and just beauty skin. I, you know, after a while, it's like we're complex creatures. There's yeah, more right. to discuss, right? <laughs> more to explore. Things change so every day, yeah. You know? So that's how I sort of uh, felt at this point in my life. I felt compelled to dig a little bit deeper. That's when I started talking more about. Um, mental hygiene and spirituality and things like that and this girl tweeted me stick to the lakes and the rivers that you're used to <laughs> I was like wow girl. I just I, I was just like I didn't even have anything to say back because it's just so childish you know like you're, you're telling someone who is trying to expand not only for themselves but for their community and it's not like I'm expanding in a in a childish way. I'm expanding in a way that could potentially be helpful for all of us to just discuss things that I felt weren't at the forefront of Absolutely. the internet. I mean, you have pop culture, beauty all day. That's all people talk about. So yep. if someone wants to take the conversation somewhere else, for you to stunt them by sending them that kind of energy is just always like... I guess we shouldn't be shocked, but at the same time, it's like, oh, come on. Like, don't do that to your peers. You know, let people right. grow. Let people flourish. And if you don't align with their talk or conversation anymore, then find the next person to make you laugh. There's plenty. There's plenty. Speaking of that, and this is totally on topic, uh, I uh, responded to one of the comments on our SoundCloud page, you guys. Oh, really? I what did. happened? I, I made the mistake. For I've always felt like, and I have a YouTube channel. You know, I've had other things online where people had the opportunity to offer comments. Mm -hmm. And I never read the comments. I always felt like it was almost like an intrusion. I felt like as, as the, the person who created the work, it wasn't a place for me to comment. It was for the people that viewed it. That's and I felt like it really was like none of my business, so I never read the comments. That's a cool way of looking at it. Never Honestly. thought of it that way. <laughs> but I don't know what the hell happened to me. It's like you get older and dumber when it comes to certain stuff. <laughs> but I'm really proud of this show. I'm really proud of the work that we do and the connection that we have with people. I wanted to make sure it was connecting. Mm -hmm. So I started reading the comments. Uh-oh. Fran, I told you I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> I'm so surprised, I'm yeah. But uh, so... I read this comment and the young lady, you know, she left a comment and she said, uh, this shit is boring. <laughs> okay. So already she's called our work shit and the preparation that we've done and the good intention that we have to really help ourselves and help people in the process. Right. She called all of that this shit. Okay. <laughs> this shit is boring. Right. What the, I want to hear pop culture mess and Dustin reading somebody. Oh, oh boy. Lord. Look at all of that. <laughs> Look. And then close Golly. it close it with hurry up and change this shit. Another shit. <laughs> That's what she said to us, y'all, about this and about what about cord. all this work we've been doing. And what did you say? I told her, I said, Oh, okay. I said, Well, since you want to hear Dustin reading somebody, oh, here you go. No, I said what did you I said, say? You can go. This show is for people that want to think, people that want to be better, and people that want to listen. It's not for simple, slow, stupid-ass oh people like you. You did okay? this from your account, right? right. Okay? I said, <laughs> he, I said, he did this from I, the friends I, 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 did, I did this from Dustin Ross, Ross. said, <laughs> so that you know. I said, go on somewhere else where they do that. 
because that's not this show. Mm. I said, you will not be missed. <laughs> we didn't even know your ass was here in the first place. Oh, my God. Peace. That's it. Did she respond to you? I don't know because I'm not going back because <laughs> I like that experience and me having to check her. Right. On, on me typing some. I, y'all know how I feel about people that argue online anyway. Yeah. I think that's like the lamest shit ever, especially for dudes. So I was really embarrassed that I had even done that. Right. But it was up there. So I didn't want to like delete it. You know, that's even more weak. Like I, I did it. So whatever. Fuck right. It. That's just the but space I just, you yeah, and I. I don't like that, but it was so disrespectful of, to me, what I base like my life and my existence on. Like right now, at this point in my life, I'm really trying to be my best at everything that is Dustin. Yeah. My relationships with people, um, my work, all of that. And you called what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? There's something that I've had to learn because I did jump on YouTube and didn't take the the route most taken which is you know discussing makeup and beauty is totally nothing wrong with that route but i just it wasn't my life so me coming on there and talking about you know freaking smoothies and uh oil cleansing methods and activated charcoal and all these sort of different concepts of beauty and health like more so from a natural perspective and health um it wasn't something that I I knew it wasn't going to be like well received because most people just want quick fixes. They want fun, they, you know, and yep. not everyone's going to be where you're at. And I had to really understand that, you know, I came online from a standpoint of someone who had been sick with a chronic illness, you know. So my perspective came from a whole different space. You know, it wasn't just about right. me trying to be online, being cute or, or you know, trying to get free weave or whatever it is that people get on youtube for (laughs) people have their different intentions and it none of that was mine my intention was purely you know these are the recipes that saved my life if people feel like they need it if they feel like you know there are people that don't have medical insurance that's who i was making videos for because i didn't have right i didn't have medical insurance so for me it was a whole different space, a whole different mindset, and I knew that it wasn't going to be felt by everyone, and it wasn't, you know? I have days where people be like, can't you just do another uh, wash-and-go tutorial? <laughs> just like, you've seen 10 of them already, you know? But some people just want what they want, and it took me a while, you know, as an online person that doesn't put out conventional information all day or pop culture, that not everyone's going to be ready for you, and that's totally fine and i think and even with this show i knew coming on with you guys that people were going to assume the heavier topics we've chosen to focus on on real life people were going to assume it was me changing the tone of of this because they didn't see that side of you guys and and i knew i was going to have a lot of the backlash of people being like oh it's because of ran but the thing is it's not well i think uh i don't think it's because of you but i think that you do bring that for me just so people know you bring that confidence because of what you did, like how you had your you have your lane just because you wanted to do what the fuck you wanted to do. Like, right. You didn't say, oh, I want to get on YouTube and make these videos so I can get, you know, a waist trainer or some shit. Right. You said I'm going through some shit and I want to share my knowledge. And I thought that that was dope as fuck. Yeah. So the fact that we can sit up here and, you know, talk to each other about bullshit like reality TV and have a good ass time all the way to talking about friendship dynamics and, you know, how to be better people. It's just it's such a weight it's just <laughs> what are you still mad about- no i just this this to me is just a prime example of the problem with people being overexposed 
Why does it matter where the tone of this podcast came from? It doesn't even. Here's what I'm saying. You, you, they say to you, oh, it must have been friend that changed the tone. Mm-hmm. The tone is what it is. This is the show that we made. Out of us. Yeah. This is the show that we made, and this is what we're presenting to you. It's none of your business where would de- where it was developed from, unless we want to put together a project telling you that, and we put that out. <laughs> right. Otherwise, don't worry about it. Yeah. Why do you even care? Well, Why is it important to you to know that? Well, and that I for... feel is from people having too much access to people's business. You because you've gotten that from other people and you've been able to satisfy your curiosities, you now expect it from every artist or from everyone that presents something. That's unfair. It doesn't matter where this came from unless we want to share it. Right. This well, is I think what that's we're just giving. natural human curiosity though sometimes. Like if you can get that information like that background, it makes you just want it, it makes you appreciate things more. Like, you know, before we were talking about... <laughs> I ain't nosy. No, look, no, listen, before we were talking about uh, Tinashe, right? Yeah. And how her music is the shit to me. Yeah. And I said that mm. I like her even more after watching these videos on her. Like, I didn't go saying, oh, I, let me see if I like if she's a cool person before I, like, listen to her music. Like, I had already latched on her music. I came across these videos of her just being regular. Like, she's kind of awkward. Them out? Um, they're on her YouTube channel. Exactly. And so it's just these videos of her, like they're professionally done, you know, to talk about her craft, her art, but it's still her awkwardly just being regular. She didn't say, okay, well, I need to make sure that this, that, and the third is done, and I look a certain way before I present this to people. So it's like I look at this podcast, and it's like we presented it to people, and the people that latch on have latched on and are continuing to latch on, and there are those people that, you know, still need, probably need something else to latch on, not because of just this podcast, but you see things and you're like, okay, like this is kind of cool. This is interesting. But there might maybe that one little morsel that really just like pulls you in. So I think sometimes as people, we just get caught up in our own curiosities. And when we just ask for more, we don't realize sometimes that inch is actually a mile. And that's why it's unfortunate online. We start to pass judgment on people and shit like that. It's an intrusion. It is an intrusion. And it's because we're met with Periscope and Snapchat and all this shit. There are all these outlets with all this information out, right? And I'm I'm an attention whore that just likes to not for myself, but I just like to look at visuals and make visuals and shit like that. So that's why I always Snapchat bullshit. I always get on Periscope. But there are people that want to always put themselves out there. And that makes people that don't have anything for themselves going. That sounds so bad. Never mind. That was a terrible. I get what you're saying. It's interesting. (laughs) It's fascinating. Right. Like like sometimes you get caught up in other people's shit. You don't step back like that person to call our show shit, you know they should have probably stepped back to say well like for me on the first episode i had to step back and say like well this is where my wall is and and like acknowledge that so for them to listen to this show and just be like oh this is shit like they're just at a place in their life where they may not be able to take it yet yeah and i totally get that because you got to think about what we've been discussing yeah we're discussing family matters like this is pretty heavy intense stuff and think about when you were in college um, or even before that, maybe high school or wherever, you know, different age ranges are listening to us. Not everybody's going to sit there wanting to listen to people discuss their relationship with right. their parents. Like, right. pe- not everyone is there. And But one thing I think is cool is that we have taken this position where it's like, well, this is what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about everyday life. And when you're ready to talk about it with us, we're going to be here every Wednesday. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and I totally get it that you may want to be at work and you want to laugh. Maybe you don't want to listen to heavy stuff. And I totally get it. But uh, 
it can be two things. It can be that you just don't want to face reality because this is just how you have felt comfortable escaping, you know, through other people's work. And I totally get that. And when you're ready to sit with us and maybe have those moments where you do want to confront, you know, family dynamics and other things, then you know the show that's doing that for you. So I feel like um, that's what the internet is. You just got to find your way when you connect to it. Damn, you're good. Okay, you <laughs> that out. You're good, friend. You're good, man. That's good. that's the only way that I can not take it personal. Yep. Yeah. You know, because the reality is you're never going to make something that 100% of the world is going to enjoy. Absolutely. People it's are always going to have something to say. There are 10 people. Always. There are 10 people that will hate it, 10 people that will love it, and 10 people that don't even care or know who you are. And, and as long as you are cool with those 30, you just work and do what you want. Because it makes no difference. Bitch, you need a book of Proverbs. <laughs> <laughs> the book of friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm serious. I Once I got that in my head, now, like, creating, you know, I'm not going to lie and say, like, oh, I don't feel anything when people leave mean comments. We're human. You're going to feel it. But the sting just doesn't last as long. Well, that's good. Yeah, now I read it, and then I'm like, okay, I'm sorry you feel that way. But I, I now I'm able to kind of understand where people are coming from with their comments like i can read them i'm like i know exactly where you are in your life because yep. of how you wrote that and i, I leave it at that. Like that i can't wait to be like that me either because i'll be wanting to cuss their ass out <laughs> can you also tell who's fine from the comments like is who's there a way fine? that i can i can be like oh this person's fine the way that they just like did that comment cut it can out you teach me that? <laughs> i don't look for fine men on the internet well, i think if that... you come across them can you send them my way <laughs> so <laughs> what? <laughs> like don't be getting me all trouble in trouble in the podcast. So where so um Yes, so and we feel like, you know, well at least me, right? Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's unfair. I don't know. I just I mind my own business. I'm from Michigan. It's just a certain social code, you know, that we adhere to. Yeah. I mind my own damn business. And so <laughs> some stuff I just feel like it's not my business. Period. Like, and I don't feel like anybody is obligated to tell me any damn thing. Right. I don't. I don't feel like I'm obligated to know about anybody's home life. I don't think that I'm like, I, I want to know why you did it this way. Like, no, that's your art. That's so dope. And now I understand that because I'm an artist, I understand what it's like to put something together and have it rooted you know, in legitimacy or, or whatever it, its intention is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the focus. That's why I appreciate people that don't talk. I appreciate artists. I think it's the coolest thing in the world that Beyonce is refusing to do interviews. And she's only doing is she like, really? Yeah. She's only doing like spreads. She's not doing interviews that's whatsoever. So that Vogue magazine, the cover There's of no interview. None. And I think it's the dopest thing in the world because all you get from her is her art. That's it. See, that to me is so fascinating, though, because it to me it really is a battle because I know that, like, when I create things, there's a part of me that still wants to engage and relate and connect to mm-hmm. the people I'm creating it for, you know? Yeah. But then the internet is really harsh. So sometimes to protect your magic, shout out to Fadia Kader, <laughs> to protect your magic, you have to put the boundaries in place that will allow you to create without the noise, you know, and, and people outside that might distract you and maybe even make you feel like you're not as good, you know, whatever it is that people do to each other. I don't understand why. Um, 
so I get it. I get why she has. She probably feels this need to keep a distance because it's like she has her life. She has her baby, her husband, her creations. That's her focus. Anything outside of that, it's like probably doesn't even exist, you know. But then you still want to be. Then I see people like Rihanna, who's like playful. <laughs> She'll clap back on people on the Twitter. <laughs> it makes her that. her, <laughs> and it's funny. And I love that she's so silly. And if it's someone, endearing. Yeah, yeah, you know, and if someone there's a rumor, she's the first one to put up something on Instagram. She feels like us. Yeah, yep. and that's cool too. So it's almost like I don't know which one's the cooler one. Right. <laughs> Is it the one that you don't know what she's thinking or what she's doing, or the one that makes you feel like she's your homie? There's there's something there's still. There's still an element of mystery when it comes to Rihanna because it is still calculated when she does offer something up, right? Mm-hmm. When she does reply to somebody or whatever, it's still by design, so and it still feels cool and fresh to us, right. right? There's a difference between her and I really don't want to say any names. I just, I really don't. But there's a difference between her and other singers who have felt the need to have an opinion about everything, everything and everybody. And you yeah. end up, you essentially, it's, it's the classic putting your foot in your mouth. Right. Classic. Like you continuously yeah, do one. that. So, yeah, I just, I, I just, I respect people who respect their art enough to just make their whole experience about that. Right. Yeah, that's a tricky one. That's interesting uh, dynamic, though. But I think the wellness segment this week, just because of this conversation, I think instead of giving a tip, I'm just curious to hear from you guys, like, you know, wherever it is that you work, whatever it is that you create, whether you're an artist or whether you have a nine to five, whatever your dynamic is, do you ever feel this pressure to keep, you know, who you are out of it? in a way and if you do how how do you do that what are your what you guys are going to give us wellness tips actually i think that probably be the cool way right right? like (laughs) (laughs) like i'm so curious to hear like and even aside from maybe your personal career but even as a consumer of creators work what do you like from your artists and the people you follow in podcasts and YouTubers, do you prefer that they keep their private life separate? You don't want to see the subtweets coming from their accounts or when they're having bad days or, you know, clapping back at people. Do you think it's cooler that way? Or do you think, um, you know, them just being who they are and, and writing what they feel and clapping back at y'all when y'all are mean? <laughs> Let us know. Yeah, I'm so curious to hear um just on just on a, a way for us to connect and kind of have a better understanding of of what people are feeling because i'm i just think it's such a fascinating dynamic like you i really don't know which one is the best route and that <laughs> i will read and if you're <laughs> i will the, read those emails for, right. the, for the super ratchet out there tweet us if you had ever been blocked by a celebrity and if so who oh lord <laughs> now that's gonna be hilarious <laughs> Right. Just to, just to see what people said if you get blocked. <laughs> but uh, you know what though, at the end of the day, I think the best thing to do is just do what you want and be yourself online cuz that to me just takes away the pressure. Like I'll just say what I want to say. If I want to delete it, I'll delete it. <laughs> just I agree. You know, cuz then after a while you're just overthinking and it doesn't make sense either. Yeah. You know, if you feel privacy works, then be private. For me it's a little bit of both. I'm private in the sense that I don't post boyfriends and stuff or you never see my mom or like my friends my like private life is private but 
you know, you'll catch me having my days where I'm not feeling well. And I'll say it on Twitter, like I'm having a bad day or a bad week or a shitty whatever. And it just is what it is. Yeah. I don't feel this pressure to uphold this Martha Stewart <laughs> squeaky clean image. Because even Martha went to jail, you know? That's right. I just be trying <laughs> not to get into fights in public. That too. For I don't real. respond to <laughs> comments. I, I, be, I literally be like, I'm now... I'm aware, whereas before I didn't care. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, Dustin, <laughs> you can't be out. Like, you have something to lose. Now. Right. You know yeah. Like, no, I don't even respond to mean comments when they come my way, or someone sends me a link or anything. I don't. I don't say anything because it's just not the world that I live in. I'm here to create. I'm here to make people feel good. I'm here to feel good. Anything outside of that doesn't really go on my radar. I know that's right. Come on. It's the only way to stay up there. That's yeah, where I want to If I don't be. know you, I don't really acknowledge you. So Speaking <laughs> of acknowledgement. negative. Right. What's our inbox looking like this weekend oh, yeah. asking for Listen a friend? Um, so the inbox is looking crazy just because there are so many emails. Um, I'm not going to respond to most of these emails, but just know that I read each and every one. Like, Y'all be going through it, and you I'll say be right that there shit every week too. So whatever they say, to you I'm and telling you, letters, man. I'm t- and I don't even like tell y'all about the stuff just because some of it can be really deep, and I, you know I want to go through as many of these as I can. But just know that I am reading these letters, and that y'all are not alone because we're all going through some shit. Yeah, we are, and we all are trying to do our best to make the best decisions we can. And everything's going to be a learning and growing process. So you know, if we don't get a chance to respond to you, just know that however you make your decision, it's going to play out the way it's supposed to. Hi, friends. What do you all think about dating someone who has different beliefs than you? Do you think it's something set up for failure? Do you think it can honestly work out in the long run? I've been dating a great guy who happens to be Muslim. He and I have talked about the topic, and we're pretty much okay with the fact that we have our different beliefs and we have a mutual understanding about it. I respect what he believes, and he respects what I believe. But I was raised by my old school grandma in a strict Christian home. I was brought up to marry a good Christian man. How should I go about telling her I've been dating a Muslim man without her calling the pastor for an intervention and laying hands on oh, me? Oh, wow. <laughs> you, you know, Christian families don't play about that stuff like that. Well, first of all, marry who you want. Cut it out with worrying about your family. That's just going to send you down a long, lonely road while they end up with their messed up lives in secret. <laughs> I don't play that. I'm sorry. People have so much talk about what you should be doing, who you should be with. And meanwhile, their lives are a mess. Mm -hmm. So, no. If you're happy, he makes you happy, you guys connect. That's all that matters. Your grandma's be fine. (laughs) She ain't losing (laughs) sleep. (laughs) Um, it's, it's It's so refreshing to hear you say it that way and put it so simply. Yeah. Because it's such a complex space, you know, to be in. Yeah. And what you just offered is like such a clear perspective and it just makes it click for people. And it's yeah. a lot of people that are really going to get what you just said. Yeah. And I get that from a personal experience because my grandmother and grandfather had so much talk with all of us about what we were doing. Don't date someone dark skinned. He's right. too light and she's too fat and she don't have a job and she didn't go to, it was like all these things and then meanwhile their relationship was like a disaster <laughs> we'd see it's them like, like holding the ship together. right like y'all are a mess you know you barely like each other my grandmother's like a slave bringing food to you all day like don't i learned that very early like people have a lot to say about things that they don't even they're not even accountable for in their own lives you know sure. and a lot of the times they want to put that on you because they are so sad about their own lives. You know where it gets tricky? It gets tricky when when religion is involved. Right. Because then it gives people license 
to then blame their own insecurities and their own feelings and fears on their faith. Right. They tell you, well, because I don't agree with that shit, then you are now cut off. I right. won't be speaking You're out of my life because morally it's wrong. And they put it on God. Yeah. And that gives people the biggest guilty feeling in the world when you feel like you are just completely going against everything that you know or taught and you're no longer acceptable to your family. Right. I think a lot of times that's rooted in fear. Yeah. But I think that it's easy. It's a scapegoat for people to just be just blame it on faith and morals. It's more and to wrong. manipulate each other based yeah. on faith, which I think is really unfair. Because mm-hmm. anyone that is really, really deeply rooted in faith knows that it's about love and respecting yes. people. That's the only <laughs> thing that faith is truly about, you know. So anything outside of that is their own creation and interpretation. <laughs> Of faith, so I've learned. Yeah, stuff. I've learned not to even let that pressure get to me. The only advice I will say is, if you're living under your parents' household where they're paying bills, that gets a little tricky because now you gotta get you gotta chill out. out. Yeah, you gotta chill out because it's a little different. You can't be really disrespecting when you're not fully taking care of yourself. But once you're out, or, or let that be, you know, the thing that pushes you out. And yeah, that's what I would say. As a black gay man, I always wondered, like, if I would even get married. And then now that, like, you can get married anywhere, I think to myself, am I going to be caught in a situation now? Like, after reading this email, like, I never thought that I would, you know, be able to get married, let alone if I meet somebody with a different religion than me. But I've always just said in my heart, like, if this isn't the person that I'm supposed to be with, then I don't think anything should be able to stop that. So that's kind of how I I view that. I don't even think religion. My best friend married a Muslim man, and she's... um she's i was gonna say she's christian but she's not really not anymore she was raised christian i should say Mm -hmm. now she's sort of just finding her way and kind of studying different things seeing what clicks you know she's like travels the world (laughs) she's just trying to feel things out very e pray love and he's muslim and he's practicing muslim and they get along really well they just meet each other halfway you know as long as they respect each other and they have a baby and it's like it's cool i don't think they have very many issues the only things maybe like dietary things you know at family functions because he's not going to be drinking and eating pork and you know like but <laughs> they respect it it's, everything is about boundaries and just respecting what works you know for your partner and i've seen it be successful you know i've definitely seen it be successful but it is tough i know when families involved because they have yeah. so much to say yeah especially you know it's your family you grew mm-hmm. up with them yeah. you know they raised you they put you out into the world so everything you don't want to lose them yeah. over something like that absolutely especially when it's something as deep as marriage you know you're trying to bring families together you're not trying to rip anybody apart yeah so i can see how that can be complex follow your heart but that's my hippie gonna, dippy love advice love. love is gonna be love and so right. you gotta magnify it with love <laughs> Oh Lord! You're an idiot, man. You're a fucking idiot, man. I think that that was a great one question to wrap. Do you guys want to do one more question? We should do one more. Here's one: to move back home or nah? Or nah? I can answer that right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a twenty. Come on, and put that in there too. Come on, (laughs) don't cut that out. I can answer that right now I'm a tw- or nah <laughs> look look hold on i'm a 27 year old black woman who moved to new york city 27 year old black woman hell no nah. like don't, there is there is no way let me just see what they got to say first if at all possible no anyway <laughs> uh i'm a 27 year old black woman who moved to new york city from buffalo new york three years ago to work on wall street i love new york but i think that they're 
was such a disconnect between what I thought my life would be and what my life actually is. Welcome to reality. That's real. Man, oh, man. <laughs> I typically work 90 hours each week but still find myself flat broke and living hand to mouth, even though I make great money and barely spend it on anything except rent, bills, and student loans. That'll do it. I recently got my own place, and after my last roommate stole my credit cards and some scam ring, and I'm paying this exorbitant rent to live, pretty much in a crack house. Wow. <laughs> Every day I wonder if it's worth it to stay here. Living here is causing me a great deal of stress and anxiety, although I'm finding that a great deal of people I meet are in similar situations, no matter their income, and they seem to do- deal just fine. How do you know that you're fit to live in New York City? Do I just not have what it takes? It doesn't seem sustainable to me. But whenever I try to talk to my friends th- about it, basically retort, that's New York. You work or you starve. Wow, I can feel her on that one. I, well, you're, she's, well, you're stressed. That should answer your question. You know, if you, if you are not happy and you are even debating whether you should be here, I think that's usually a, a clear sign that this isn't where you want to be. You know, I know I've, I'm from New York. It is a struggle living here. Rent is expensive. That's and hell. like you said, I mean, I wouldn't say my apartment's a crack house, but it's not. For the for the rent that I pay, you would think, you know, that it would be a little more uh, spacious. You know, like it would be if it was it's Atlanta. It's beautiful, though. Thank you. You know, I try my best, and it is hard. It's very hard to maintain it, especially as a creative, you know, rent, college loans, just stay, you know bills it's a lot but it sounds like you aren't happy though i mean i, I yeah. feel like that's a short a clear sign from what, what i got from it everything that you expressed the most concern about was circumstantial it didn't have to do with the city that you were living in you were stressed about trying to make ends meet you were stressed about you know just living you right. gotta do that anywhere that you are unless you make some changes in like your circumstance and make changes in your life that will make you more money. If you can go back to school, go back. If you can pick up a trade, pick up a trade. If you can find other streams of income, find them. Or try to find a, a different job. Yeah. Maybe. I know like, that's hard too. Well, and if, you, if also one thing I did want to get in, if you have all these friends that are in the same situation as you, as you and they're your friends that you're speaking with, maybe you guys could all move in together somewhere and be roommates. You know what I mean? To cut everybody's it's true, though. Down. A Shit. friend of mine did that. It was like five people living in an apartment. It worked, though. Well, hey. you know, being... I think I think after actually reading this email, being in probably the same space as you, like being 27-year-old from somewhere else, living in New York, I think that New York is a place that I want to be, even though I hate, you know working these shitty fucking jobs paying all this rent for this you know small last box but i think um because you're only working on wall street you haven't really done what you feel like you're called to do and so maybe it doesn't have to be in new york or maybe it's not in new york or maybe it's in new york and you haven't bumped into it just yet but i think because of you know the work and the stress it's all getting to you just kind of need to sit back reprioritize why you're here and really figure that out. You know, are you in New York because you just wanted to work on Wall Street? And, you know, yeah, now that you're on Wall really Street. Good advice. Now that you're on Wall Street, is are you just in a need to be in a different position? Like, what is it that you're doing? And I think that's really going to answer your question for you. Because if you want to move back home, just, <laughs> I think about moving back home every day. But then I also <laughs> think, okay, so after I've been home, then I'm going to get a job where doing what? You know, I'm going to yeah. go back to Atlanta for what? Am yeah. I going to do half the shit? in Atlanta that I did in New York 
You and know? people stay in New York because of it's there's so much opportunity. You never know who you're gonna meet. You, you can never be know in the wrong, the right time, right place. The train, even on the train, there are people like you just never know. And it's it really is a tough grind, but it's also pretty magical. So it balances out in that sense, especially if you are here on a mission to you know there's a specific job or career. The the ability to make the right connections and network i feel like in new york it's just like Unmatched. nothing compares yeah like the the, the the networking here is just so official you know but like asante said i think it's about sitting down and and reprioritizing like what is it that you hear are you in new york to be in new york yep. or are you actually in new york to get something from new york so i'm sick of smelling them shitty ass horses in front of central park every time i walk down 57th <laughs> street I'm sick of being hot every fucking summer. I'm tired on of sweating my ass off every time. Y'all I get, are not get the helping her with these. I'm I'm tired of touching people on the train that I don't want to touch because they want to stand right in front of me and put their backpack on my stomach when I'm standing where I've been standing before they got on the train. I'm sick That's of old shit. Though. I'm sick of every <laughs> building I go in well, being old. Well, everywhere they can get cursed out. But I, I tell you this, out so bad. Even with all of the discomfort, even with all of the shitty, stinking ass places, even with all the horrible feelings, there is absolutely nothing like living in New York City. Nothing. I There's agree. nothing like That's being why I'm in stuck a place. Here. I try yeah. to leave and I can't get it's out. It's so diverse. <laughs> it's so fun. And when things are going good for you, it's the best place in the world to say live. That. Absolutely. So I, I say keep it, keep the faith, keep going, tough it out, and make your life what you want it to be. That's the best advice I can give you. We hope that helped you. Absolutely. Thanks for sending your letter in. Thank you for sitting through this crazy show that was so against every format that we have ever planned and put in place <laughs> for this show. We said fuck format. Faith, faith fuck the format. F F F. But we just we wanted to have fun. We wanted to have just a release and a silly, silly show. This is not something that's going to happen every week. We just wanted to have a little fun tonight. Thank you for being a great sport friend because I know that <laughs> man, this was we not put you easy through for it you tonight. tonight. We put you through it. It was a cringeworthy my, my, experience. My teeth were hurting when they were making fun of the reality stars. I was like, no, not her. All right. All she needs a hug, not to be made fun of. These I'm opinions are not ex- expressed on behalf of Dustin Ross and the Sun. Hey, Asante. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Beautiful one. (laughs) The beautiful one. (laughs) I'm not doing that. Bye, y'all. See you next week. Bye. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.